speak. But welcome back again. Uh, I am uh, one of your co-hosts, uh, Nick, the senior, of course. And I'm Nick, the better. Two dorks talking about things we like, um, subjects that we care about, pop culture, nerd things, and how they are relevant uh, in, in our society and in our, our world. This is also an alpha podcast where we'll be talking about crypto and self-defense. Absolutely. And we are actually named Chad, both of us. Um, I am Chad the better. But no, so so last we, or last episode we, we ended on Star Wars. Um, Star Wars is a big, big deal um, to, to deep nerds and to your casual viewers. Everybody knows what Star Wars is. I don't think there's going to be anybody listening to a podcast on nerdy things and go, Star Wars? Never, never heard of this. Um, but how do you feel? I mean, I know Disney owning it is mixed feelings for everybody because Disney's, you know, a demon company at this point. You love this? Well, we will clone it 47 times and force you to watch it. Um, but how do, how do you feel about all the, the shows, the spinoffs, the Mandalorians, the Obi-Wans? The... So, the good thing about it is when you throw stuff at a wall, eventually it's going to stick. <laughs> because Mandalorian's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen, let alone the best Star Wars show I've ever seen. Mandalorian, to me, is space western. Yeah. Which is all I've ever wanted out of Star Wars. A little samurai action there, too. Yeah. You know? But a I mean, lone wolf and cub. It's it's lone wolf and cub. It it's, is. It's, it it's, is. It's Shogun assassin. And, the and thing, I love it. It was it was brilliant because you had you had something for uh, you know your your diehard fans. A lot a lot of you know bang bang shoot 'em ups, and you've got a black lightsaber looking thing, and you've got a lot of really cool stuff. Got a really, yeah. lot of really cool lore. And then uh, meanwhile, my wife is absolutely loving it because you have Baby Yoda, of course, and yeah. is just all for oh another episode of Baby Yoda. Um, so it brought the family together. For it, sure. It, it brought it, the world together <laughs> through Baby like, Yoda. It was like Pokemon Go when it first came <laughs> yeah. out. We were all just full of joy. Um, I mean, it's and it's still good. Um, Obi-Wan, for me, uh, was a phenomenal show. Um, I've heard a lot of people disparage Obi-Wan, but it, it fed the I want to see cool stuff. I don't care if it's canon or not. Absolutely. For me. Um, and I mean, I, 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 again... Star Wars has one of the most toxic fan bases because I've heard people yell and scream that they didn't like young Leia. Um, you know, for me, when after after Episode Three um, came out, you know, we had the cartoons. That that was all we were getting. Yeah, George yeah. Lucas was very clear he wasn't going to sell it. I thought um, it was over after um, we got a few uh, you know seasons of Clone Wars. I thought it was it. I thought it was like oh, this is it. Is it? Um, so they were releasing tons of books. Um, me being a, a, an avid reader. I got a lot of those books, and so and it, Leia in them is a powerful Jedi at times. Um, she actually went on to fight a uh, a Hut Sith, yeah, which was awesome, awesome, awesome. So getting to see a little bit more of her um, was was great, and and I think that in this Star Wars they did something that we haven't seen very much, and that was try to make it pretty. Um, them using actual prop lightsabers that were glowing, yeah, I as mean, a source of light. Wh- Lightsabers look really strong in, in Disney Star Wars properties. Yes. But I mean, Vader dragging Obi Wan through fire slowly—that's some it was, deep it was stuff. Cool. Yeah, it, was it was deep, and I mean, I mean, you had the. Well, I don't care. I don't. I don't care if it's canon or if it even <laughs> makes sense in the timeline because it's just cool. It's just cool. Um, now I was a huge fan of Rogue One. 
that that is the, that's I think as far as movies go, that's the best Star Wars movie to come out since the seventies. Yeah, I is, think. And you didn't even get really any Jedi. You had no. very little Force use. Yeah, it was a war movie mm-hmm. with cool stuff. Yeah, and it was just, it's all I ever wanted. Just give me cool stuff. That, with scra- some... that scratched the itch for me. I I loved it. Han Solo was was okay. Wasn't my favorite. Um, I think Han Solo also came out during the time when it was Star Wars is about to release 47 new movies. Right. And, and it ruined it. It yeah. ruined that plan. <laughs> and then I think that they, but I think that they stopped and said, maybe we need to add a little bit of depth. Yeah. Maybe we should actually think about the plots and these characters. Um, and again, Mandalorian. Exactly. Phenomenal. Great. And I mean, there's, of course there's issues with it. I cannot stand sure, yeah. his new ship. It makes no sense it for him sense. to have No! It. Where is he going to keep his keep... people yeah, that he captures? I mean, it's neat. It's... Yeah. But it... I like I liked his other thing. His other ship was cooler. I think I think the thing I would have changed in uh, Boba Fett, also known as Mandalorian season three, of course, um, is at the end when Mandalorian's building his ship and they do the big fight and Boba Fett decides to stay on the planet. I think uh, Mando should have gotten Slave One. That would have been cool. And then go ahead and, and strip the paint change the name make it his own ship but give us that ship is cool it is it's cool the way it works is cool it's just weird it's awesome um always like that ship yep but what so what did you think about uh so we talked about obi-wan great show um and again some of it doesn't make sense um i think one of my favorite memes i've seen of it was uh vader in therapy and, uh-huh. and he's, he's sitting on the couch he's got the helmet on and Palpatine's got the, his uh, pad and paper and he's like so so what happened and Vader goes well there I was on the high ground and there Obi-Wan was on the low ground and he goes uh huh uh-huh. and then what did you do and he goes well I threw the high ground at him and he said okay and what did that mean and it shows Vader holding his forehead saying he now has the high ground <laughs> And, and I was like, that's the last episode. Yeah. And it's them tossing high ground around. Yeah. Um, but then to remember Luke struggling to balance a rock. And you've got space wizard Obi-Wan just chunking mountains. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was awesome. It was it was, it was was absolutely great. I thought it was cool moment after cool moment. Uh, a lot, of, a lot yeah. of weird and boring stuff in between, though. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I thought we could have gotten more out of the Inquisitors. They were huge in the cartoon. Yeah. And they were kind of lame in the show. They, they stood around and looked. He's standing there menacingly. <laughs> that was that was their script. Yeah. All right, go over here and stand menacingly. Okay. Um, now, you have not watched Tales of the Jedi yet. You haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. Um, so far, I love what I've seen. It's been great. Um, Even though they're only 15 minutes. They're just yeah, little, they do so much in 15 minutes, though. They're, they're little nuggets. Little and, little chicken nuggets of and Star Wars. And more, more Dooku uh, heading toward the dark side is always good for me. More Dooku, more better. Um, I'm not going to spoil the, the end of the show. I have, of course, finished it. Um, Dooku's one of my favorite characters in Star Wars lore. Um, who he was as a Jedi. Uh, and they don't touch on it that much, even in the show, on why he turned. It wasn't for any super evil reasons it really what it came down to was uh the jedi refused to save his home planet and let it go to like bandits and stuff like that his sister was still there um and his family were the counts over the planet they were the ruling class and they let his his whole planet just just go so so dooku leaves and gives up being a jedi to go save his home planet which he does 
um, amazing scenes you know, for him to do that. Then he discovers, that, I forget what the material is, but there's some extremely valuable material on his planet, like extremely rare in the in the galaxies of Star Wars. And the Jedi find out about it, and the Republic finds out about it. So they're now like, they're super interested. Exactly. Um, they're like, hey, we'll defend the planet now. And that's when he's like, nah, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna be count. I'm gonna take care of my planet. Of course, he does evil stuff later. Of course, he's, he's, a, he's a bad guy. He is a Sith. Yeah. But his 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 character arc was fantastic. Um, Tales of the Jedi, big fan of. Except again, 15 minutes. You're getting just you're getting the best parts. Whenever you watch no a movie, no filler. It's yeah, all, all action. All all action. Um, you're getting a lot. Star Wars does something that I think a lot of uh, a lot of fan bases or a lot of uh, like sci-fi fantasy these these world-built uh, genres do that they release something like the like the sequel movies and you watch them and then they realize there's a lot of gaps yeah and then they explain them via tweet or right. interview and that, like I want to see that yeah make that happen a- absolutely. Because they, they gave up a little bit of uh, information. Uh, have you, have you I'm, uh, I'm spoiling a little bit, have you gotten to the scenes where you see Yaddle? Not yet, no. So Yaddle is in it. Yaddle talks. Oh. Doesn't talk like Yoda. Oh, so Yoda hit his head. So come, to, <laughs> come to find out, that's what we all thought. Come to find out, Yoda talks this way, according to them, um, to honor his master. It was some, some way his master talked, mm-hmm. who trained him to be a Jedi. And it was a way of him paying homage, and he did it so long that now it's how he speaks now. Wow. And it's supposed to be that, you know, wise, wise old turtle kind of deal. Sure. Um, and they were explaining that, and they're like, you know, his master did this. And I was like, don't tell me about no, Yoda's master. Don't show me Yoda's master. Yeah. What does this I look like? I want to see that. Yeah. Like, now I just have to imagine it. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. That's really see, that's cool. the problem. <laughs> that's, that's the problem is they keep having all the cool stuff behind with my lore dumps on Twitter. Yeah, I can't can't stand it. I remember they did that after episode 9 when none of the episode 9 stuff made sense. You have a planet of Sith worshippers where they also have the greatest Nike factory of all time <laughs> and are mass producing planet killing star destroyer yeah. things. That, and we have millions of people to man them. And, yeah. And they were explaining that the reason why they were able to do that was there was a giant kyber crystal at the center of the planet it was like a mountain and oh were, was there and they were bleeding it and stealing that would have been cool It'd to be see. really cool to see yeah. <laughs> and, and i'm reading it and i think uh um, you know that would have been a cool thing for episode eight to have been about yes um i think elijah wood um played, they said of course we didn't see it yeah he was like that'd have been really cool to see yeah. and they were like how did we not know um, and I, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of people do this. You know, we, we hark on Star Wars. I think we hark on Star Wars, and a lot of people do because it is so big. Um, but you know, Harry Potter. Um, Harry Potter's been around middle school, elementary school. I remember when the books came out in the Scholastic Book Fair little magazine, yeah. a little Harry Potter book. Um, been years since there's been a book or a movie that that's part of the seven uh, books or eight movies, um, and yet we still see it constantly. Rowling keeps touching it. Rowling keeps coming back and going, oh, there's more. There's, there's more on Twitter. Yeah, here, here's more. Did, did you know? Did you know? And um, and I think you said right before we started uh, started filming that, you know, she caught lightning in a bottle. And the proof is she's written four or five books after that are just... Not as good. Just awful. Yeah. Just awful. Awful, awful, awful. And even Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. First one, cool. Newt Scamander, cool. Briefcase Full of Monsters, yeah. cool. Third one, uh, we went and saw it in theaters. Didn't have Johnny Depp in it, but we'd give it a shot. Um, 
you know, he was still uh, he was still on trial at the time, I believe. Um, so everyone was kind of getting weird about that. Now it comes out, you know, he was I think he was acquitted on all charges. Yeah, I think. And uh-huh. still lost lost his his franchise and stuff. But um, but anyway, so we're sitting there watching it. And uh, they're talking about getting, or going to the German Ministry of Magic. Right. And as a German, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Let me get to see. <laughs> and it's this big, dark, menacing black it's building. like, oh, dang it, we're the bad guys again. <laughs> and we're watching it. <laughs> and they're all coming together. And they, they like, literally Grindelwald, the main villain who's, yeah. who's you know, made Lord Voldemort look like a, a punk, comes up. And, he, and he's like, I, I didn't do it. And one guy's like, no, I saw him do it. They blast that guy and just drag him <laughs> out of the room. And they're all like, yeah. And he goes, you know what? We should we should make a pure race of, of magic users, and they're all like, "Yeah." And I go, "Wait a minute, Hold up. <laughs> this seems this oddly again? familiar." Um, and absolutely ruined. It's it's now become not about Fantastic Beasts, and then literally you have a, 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 a you know a society built on magic users, and they literally get to the point where they go, "We can't pick who's going to be in charge of our government, so we're going to let this unicorn." pick which one of us is going to be. <laughs> it's, I mean, imagine the presidency. Hey, we have a tie. All right, we'll go, go outside. Get the goat. Go get the goat. Wherever the goat goes. It just, it doesn't make sense. Hey, that guy's got hay in his pocket. <laughs> oh, cheater. <laughs> and honestly, you just described <laughs> what happened in the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that's what happened. And, and I mean, and for me, um, and I'd love to hear your opinions on this. How do you feel about magic in most uses and mcu and um you know lord of the rings and and everything how do you feel about magic so magic when you when you think about it too hard will break every world that it's in absolutely like um Bellatrix Lestrange's vault at Gringotts yep. solves poverty and world hunger. It Absolutely. solves it. You know what's really funny? I just thought about. So Harry has, you know, limitless funds. Yeah. Never once gives any of it to the Weasleys. Oh yeah, they're, they're just living hard. They're living. Oh, that's not. And Harry sees that, spends the summer with them, lives with them, eats their food, and goes, "Wow, you all are poor." I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so. I'm not. I don't have much sympathy for the Weasleys because do you remember that tent they had at the World Cup of Quidditch? Yes. Why aren't they living in it? <laughs> Just their trust. house sucks. Like their house hey, sucks. Hey, the borough was borough was like, awesome. It's comf- like it's it's cozy. It's cozy. But well, you had Ron broke his wand in a school of magic where you could kill somebody. Everyone's essentially got a loaded gun. His is broken and firing yeah, back on it, and not yeah, even the I mean, teachers try to help. Dumbledore whose wand is used to fix Harry's wand in the last book, that he doesn't even offer to help. Nobody helps the Weasleys. <laughs> it's just, screw these guys. That's but, what they need to write an origin story about, is how how did the Weasleys end up so poor yeah. and stupid? <laughs> Why is nobody... I mean, Harry's literally watching them, you know, scrounge around okay. and eat rocks. So, so you're, let's say you're a quote-unquote pure blood wizard sure you grew up watching your mom and dad use all kinds of spells sure your older siblings you're surrounded by magic your whole life then this chick comes along muggle-born and you can't you can't make a feather float yeah you deserve it and she's over there fixing glasses opening locks petrifying people yeah. and you're like what is this plan that that, that you can just find in a book <laughs> And she knows 
He can't even turn his rat yellow in the first. They're just weak wizards, is what they are. They deserve. I, suppose, I guess they so. They just deserve it. They should be forgotten. Some he must have stolen something from a gypsy. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the best current theories I ever saw was uh, was somebody saying, "Your know, friend George had the Marauders map for yeah. years," which means that they, what? Yeah, <laughs> they, they saw that that Ron was sleeping in bed with Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> and, uh, said anything to anyone. Let Ron do what he wants yeah. to do. Huh? They're very accepting. <laughs> no judgment here. <laughs> no judgment here. Um, but no, magic, I, I think I agree with you 100%. Magic breaks um, everything. Harry Potter, you know, why aren't they just reproducing money? Yeah. Um, why do you need to go to doctors? Yeah, why are there nurses? Yeah, why, why does any of this exist? Dobby. Um, <laughs> Just Dobby. You're telling Dobby. you're telling me that he got uh, your wizards, okay? Your magic, and they got poked. <laughs> and there's not a spell that can go. You're not gonna die from that knife wound, pal. You've got you've got four or five wizards, including Ollivander. Yeah, Hermione Granger, the smartest. Most if they're all just going. To, What's this red stuff coming out of him? Oh my god! How do we stop do we... You don't even put a band aid. Don't even try to apply pressure. Yeah, CPR. No, he's just dead. That guy's. Dead. It reminds me of a. Um, what was it Monty Python? Search for the Lego. Bring out your. I'm not dead. No, he's dead. He's about to be dead anyways. Dobby. Dead. Dobby's gone. Um, but then you get to. For me, what what happens with magic is magic buildup is fantastic. Usually. Yeah. Then you get to the end, and you don't know what to do, so you magic your way out. Um, how do you kill Voldemort? Uh, I don't know. Experiamus. How does that work? It's magic. It's magic, baby. Magic, baby. They didn't even land a killing blow on yeah. the guy. They destroyed all of Hogwarts. And it's magic. It's going to break down. It's all right. Don't worry. Shh, 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 little child. Shh. Um, and you see that in a lot of things. You see it in Star Wars. They're space wizards. Yeah. How did they do it? The Force. How did they start teleporting lightsabers around? Force. How did you start force healing yeah. each other? Force. Force. It's just magic. Um, Tell that that was wild. That was a wild ride. I I rolled my eyes so hard I could have like a car could have rolled around on my the eyes. Best thing of the of the uh, of the sequel trilogy were the Knights of Ren, and they got <laughs> owned. The Knights of Ren. They got owned. Such cool backstory. No content. No Going, You know what? You know what I just realized. The problem. And you asked me this earlier. The problem, I, the biggest problem I have with Disney putting out so much Star Wars content. Have you seen Andor? I have not. Me neither. You know why? Why? Because I got really tired of Star Wars. But apparently, Andor is just as good as Mandalorian, if not better, is what I've heard. Wow. Uh, everything I've heard now, about it. Now that, and I haven't watched it. That brings up such an interesting topic. Uh, we talked in our previous episode about, you know, back in the day when movies would come out. Um, you know, we're, we're sitting in my office right now, and I've got Walmart release posters from a book that came out in, like, 2008. A poster that huh. Walmart put up to display to say a book was coming out. Because I remember when movies came out, and you couldn't wait. You were chomping at the bit. I gotta see it. How many times did you see Endgame in theater? Be honest. Uh, twice. Twice. I saw it at least three times. Besides... I thought Infinity War was better. I saw that three times. You shut your face. Infinity War was better. Infinity War was awesome because... You could lose something. Yeah. Endgame was you're trying to get it back. 
but Infinity War was... You left Infinity War broken. Yeah, it was rough. Watching Avengers disappear into dust. What's the, Are we talking about the MCU again? No, no, no. no we're not talking about that. <laughs> but, sorry. MCU's just everywhere. But, um, but no, you used to have to wait. Um, and this is a very controversial topic, and one that this is a hill I will die on, is we have become a society that binge watches now. Oh, yeah. And then it's over. But, like, House of the Dragon... I love that it was once a week. Me too. Because you got 10 episodes. So for 10 to 12 weeks, we were talking about this show. Oh, yeah. But when a show drops 10 episodes at once, everybody talks about it for a week or two, and then it's just we're moved on. And there's so much entertainment coming out. You've got Andor out. You've got um, Wheel of Time uh, is out. You've got uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power is out. You've got... Um, House of the Dragon. You've got all these movies. You've got so much going out. You actually have to choose what am I going to watch now. Um, and it's weird that, like you said, we haven't watched. There's there's something Star Wars, and I haven't seen it. And we haven't seen it. That's and wild. Had we not mentioned it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be going out of my way today to watch it. I wouldn't be. I'm not making plans to. to I'm going to watch it now just because everything I've now, heard about now, it. Now, yeah, now we have to. Now we. Have but to no one's. It. That's never had to happen before. No one's ever had to say, "Hey, have you heard about this new? Have you ever heard of Star Wars? Yeah, you should go watch it. It's pretty good. I've, that's never happened to me. I've been sitting Is there it? watching in anticipations for years on the internet until release day, and then I go watch it. Now it's like, isn't it weird when you get side sideswiped by something you're a fan of? Yeah. And you're like, this is out? They made this? Why didn't I know? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Absolutely. Maybe it's because I'm maybe I'm an old guy now. We're old now. We we don't we don't do the social media anymore. Yeah. Not like that. I remember when it was MySpace and Zanga. Oh. Now it's their space. That's their space. Um. So no, I mean, like I said, for me, I know we were we were talking about magic and stuff. For me, it ruins. It can ruin if you yeah. th- if you think too much about anything. You know, even if, go go to Endgame. Go, go to the MC. Oh, yeah. Thor Love and Thunder. You've got Thor handing out Thor power. And it doesn't lessen his Thor power. Why didn't he give that? You could have had Iron Man give Iron Man suits to every Avenger. Which, which I would say he, he got to the level it was basically just science magic at the end. Yes. Um. He Yeah, he could have gave everybody. Why is he letting Hawkeye and Black Widow run around? Why are they here? <laughs> but so you could have everybody in an Iron Man suit with Thor power. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Well, absolutely why not? And even, you know, Doctor Strange pre-fight. You've got the time stone. Rewind time. Yeah, just keep rewinding till he's a baby. Like, it's time. It's, yeah. but, anywho, anywho. Like I said, we, I talked about this earlier. We need to just start enjoying things. We need to start enjoying things. Just we're, enjoy we're, it. We're going to end up being the two old Muppets. Yeah, that's it. We've turned into that. We just stand on the side. Look at these young people. I remember in my day, the, the Avengers stood for something. The real reason I, I had this podcast is so I can hear myself complain enough. <laughs> that I'm like, geez, Nick, just enjoy it. Yeah. Well, we can we can talk about uh, some things that we enjoy. We we do we do have joy in our life. We have things that that bring us hope and that we look forward to. Um, not a lot though. MCU and Star Wars just keep on keep on ruining it. Um, but I know you, Nick, are a diehard Jurassic World fan. You you are wrong. <laughs> you I I'm absolutely mind boggled. Uh, I know you guys. I like this. the first Jurassic World. 
I like the first one. Oh my goodness. So, um, I couldn't even tell you what happened in the second one. And the third one I watched and I was like, I cannot believe how bored I am in a movie about dinosaurs taking over the world. My goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Who would have thought I was wrong? Especially in a movie that has Jeff Goldblum, who is a national treasure. I love that, man. He's, he's, a, he's an inspiration to how I carry myself. Yes, like a praying mantis. That's right. Ooh, ah, well. Ah, de does. So, um, how much Jurassic World? Yes. So, what happens in this movie? I- I'll never forget. I watched uh, Jeff Goldblum. Was it Jeff Goldblum does America or does the world or does, does uh, the something? world according to Jeff. Jeff? Yep, that's what it was. And I'll never forget the coffee episode ah. where he tries coffee for the first his time. face was so <laughs> and it's that old cowboy that hasn't yeah. watched his uh his coffee pot in 47 years and it's baked in there yeah he's you know spitting on his hands before he touches it and jeff's just off to the side i don't i don't drink a, i don't drink coffee i don't do caffeine and he goes you do today son <laughs> and he forces jeff go- and i thought he was going to explode and he loved it he loved it he looked like a kid that just tried sugar for the yeah. first time Oh my goodness! So now we are gonna we're gonna go back a little bit. I want to go down memory lane. Let the let the people listening get to know us a little bit more. Um, but I want to talk about when being being I would almost say being born into a life of nerdism. Um, you know, we we watched our shows, we read our books. Um, I didn't read westerns. I didn't watch right. cowboy movies. I didn't mm-hmm. watch sports. I didn't watch football. I didn't watch none of that stuff. Um, but again, you put on Captain Jean-Luc Picard, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or you hand me a Fantastic Four comic, I'm in my element. Um, and I, I know I'm very, very thankful that young, that some young people today don't have to experience this, but do you remember in school having almost hide your nerdism? Oh, God, yes. No, <laughs> I, I, um, so when I was younger... I'm talking. I'm talking elementary school. Sure, sure. You know, asthmatic. You know, <laughs> comes with the territory. Weak. I, I had a physical deformity that was affecting my heart and lungs and stuff. Right. Video games, comic books, Nintendo movies. Nintendo sixty four. Yes, exactly. Um, Zelda, Mario. I remember first time playing Ocarina of Time with my dad. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. Man, that changed my life. But no, socially. I didn't bring any of that up. It was before you couldn't find t-shirts, especially in where we lived. Couldn't find t-shirts with this stuff. Couldn't express that out. And I, I had friends. You know, I had my group of friends. Didn't that, have Halloween costumes? Right, exactly. You, you had, had to make su- them. You had Superman and Batman. Yeah, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and that was about it. That's Superheroes. That's about it? Um, but, you know, I had my little group of friends that were also nerds. But, you know... I wouldn't, I, I would, my dad would talk about football and I knew enough to talk to the guys about football and, and I could, you know, I would, I would talk about, you know, when, whenever, I, I just didn't want to put it out there. And every time I did ridicule, ridicule, I mean, Absolutely. I'm talking about people would be like that guy, dude, I saw him playing with a plastic sword Mercy. or like, you know, you're using a, a stick, like a sword playing Zelda, like, you know, playing a yard game, like your Zelda, your friends, Ganondorf, any of that stuff, fantasy stuff. They'd be like, dude, what are you doing? And, you know, I was weaker. They would pick on me. Um, then the song White and Nerdy by Weird Al came out. <laughs> and ever, I'm telling you, it changed in like a week. 
oh people would goodness. come to my me and my friends' lunch and be like, "So you guys, you guys are nerds, huh? That's pretty cool." And we were like, "Excuse me, <laughs> what did you just say? You and see then, us?" <laughs> yeah, and it it it's different now. So and that change happened during my childhood, like up coming up, because it's got high school was easier. For sure, after that song, I, you know, nerd nerd stuff got big. Anyway, you were saying. Well, I, I remember when that song came out. I remember when when nerds, uh, in my circles, we weren't necessarily accepted, but we were seen. Right. Beforehand, our table was the nasty table that was half broken with three missing seats at the end of the lunchroom. Um, we weren't in the line, but we it was almost like we didn't exist. We were almost, you know, if we did exist, it was nerd, knock your books out of your hand kind right. of thing. Um, but when that song came out and all of a sudden I started noticing like card shops and comic book shops. A lot more popping yeah. up. And it, it wasn't, you know, you go to a store and there's comic books there. It yeah. was, this is a whole store to, you know, Warhammer, to uh, miniatures. We, we had cards out. We had Pokemon cards. We had, uh, and you know, people had Game Boys. You could take your video game from home and play it on the go people young people nowadays are listening to us just laughing as they as they play on their smartphone listen to us on the smart we used to have batteries and battery packs yeah i had a battery pack that went on my hip on my belt and would plug into my game boy in case it started dying that's awesome you had that i did oh god i would have killed for something like that it was awesome i got it for christmas i had the little uh the little magnifier with lights that went all over your game oh, boy. You went, you went. You were a gear jockey for your yes, game boy. Yes. Well, because living overseas, um, we didn't get a lot of games, right. and we didn't get the new systems. So PlayStation was out. We were still Nintendo sixty four. Right. GameCube came out. Nintendo sixty four. Whoa. But when we got it, we we got like every Nintendo sixty four game. Eventually, we got four or five controllers. Eventually, Game Boy. We eventually got everything to go with it because we just didn't upgrade. Right. We just stayed stayed in that field. Um, but no, so I remember being seen where I felt like, like my peers, they understood what we were into and yes, understood that it was valid. We weren't freaks. We were, we were Just different, diff- different, but then, then it happened and I'll never forget. Um, a friend of mine called me and said, you know, again, we didn't have cable. Um, and he said, have you watched this show called the big bang theory? And I said, no, no, I haven't. And being a dork and a nerd immediately thought it's like a science show, like Big Bang Theory. Is this going to be a documentary? I love documentaries. And he said, no, it's a show for nerds is the way it was described to me. Sure. Okay. And that's exactly what I yeah. said. I said, we have that. It's Star Trek. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Does he mean a show about nerds? Yeah. He said, he okay. said, he a show said for nerds. For nerds. And so I watched the first season. And when you go back and watch the first season, they're super awkward. Yeah. Super relatable. He can't talk around women. He fumbles his mouth. And then there's Sheldon. And it was, it was fantastic. And I remember watching it. And I'll never forget. I had a, and I still have it. I have a human torch belt buckle. And I had it before the show. I got it at a comic book store. And um, I remember watching the show and seeing Howard with his belt buckle. And I looked down at my belt buckle and I was like, I I've never related. I can't. You can't relate with Captain Jean Picard. No, you can't. He's who you want to be. Yeah, but not who you are. I looked at these, uh, in lack of a better term, losers, and I was like, "That's me. That's my people." But and then then something really weird happened. 
And I noticed that like the action figure aisle in uh, Toys R Us started getting bigger. Yeah. And then it became two aisles and then three aisles and these giant cardboard cutouts. I remember the first time I went to a Walmart and they had a Green Lantern t-shirt. Yeah, that that blew me away. And we started getting shirts with comic book characters on them. And um, It's so normal now. It's, like, so, it's so normal, normal now. But it used to not. I, trust me, it wasn't normal before. And I remember being so excited because I honestly, you're going to laugh, but I, I thought this can't last. Yeah, I thought it was a fad. Yeah, we're just going to fade back out into obscurity. Um, and it was wonderful. But then... I got to give credit to Hot Topic, too. Yes, Hot Topic with a t-shirt wall. Um, still still going strong. Um, I got a Cat Cthulhu shirt from there the other day. Um, making, making, you know, Cthulhu mainstream. Yeah. It's hashtag Cthulhu is going to be my, my call yeah. this year. Um, but I remember the first time I saw somebody who bullied me for being a nerd. Oh yeah. Wearing a nerd oh, shirt. Yeah. That's, that's man. We're back on the MCU. The MCU, being, <laughs> the MCU being as big as it is, is like, what the hell guys? And they're wearing like Captain America shirts and they're like, oh yeah, we've always been a fan. No, no you haven't. You were red skull to me. Yeah, you, you weren't, you liked freaking. I don't even know who yeah. these people are. But no, um, my, I have a, I have a issue with Big Bang Theory. And it happened, because they, they, okay, so there was an episode where they had to dress up as the Justice League of America. Oh, oh, I remember they all dressed up like the Flash at first, right? No, that was a different one. No, I, I, I can't remember, but look, the show, look, anyone that likes Big Bang Theory, the show is funny. I have friends that that act like Penny around me and my friends. Didn't uh, I? Didn't I? Didn't finish the show. I haven't finished the show either. Um, once, once, once the nerd got the got the girl and everything started coming up. So yeah, you can for, end it now. I was like, this is unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> no, no. I'm not actually, okay, look, my friend is is in a serious relationship with a girl that that is getting her first dose of nerdism through us, and she is acting like a total Penny, but. And it's it's real. It's it's funny, and and sometimes she's really cringy about how she describes us. Anyway, um, <laughs> not no, not in a realistic sense at all. But so they're all dressed as the Justice League, and um, Raj is is pissed because he has to dress as Aquaman, and he keeps downing Aquaman. And that's when I knew that these people are very surface-level, superficial comic lore because any, anyone that'll read through Justice League or any Aquaman stuff or anything DC knows that Aquaman is strong and scary and Special. powerful. He can go toe-to-toe with Superman on a good day. Yeah. For a while, he cut his hand off and he had a big hook for <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then I think after Flashpoint, I don't remember the exact issue, Ooh. whenever uh, he was in a bar... And he was drinking, and he was paying with like uh, like Atlantean money, like gold doubloons almost. Like it was like right. This. And uh, people started making fun of him because he was Aquaman. And then he sucked the moisture out of their bodies and turned them into husks while they were Jesus. laughing at him for talking to a fish. Wow. And I remember reading this going, Aquaman's awesome. But... Yes, the show really, really downed on Aquaman. And I agree 100%. That that was when I didn't feel like these were nerds anymore. But it's still funny. Still funny. Great show. We're not we're not downing on it. Uh, it changed the way uh, uh, people look at nerds. It changed the way 
Um, For sure. People people started really looking at us like actual people now. And in all honesty, I know I know we hark on on certain you know pop culture things, but anybody who's a fan of Star Wars um, is fine in my book. For sure, we're gonna we're gonna hang out. Yeah, we can disagree on stuff. That's the fun part. Fun part is having the conversations. Exactly. You read read comics? That's great. You don't read the comics I read? That's fine as well. Um, You don't read comics at all? You just like the movies? That's 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 absolutely fine. That's still something relatable. It's so so big now um, that anybody can have their little portion of it and and enjoy it. And it's nice that new fans, new fans of of the mediums make me very happy, especially. Now here's one thing I'll give to the character Ray. Mm-hmm. Girls really my daughter are super into Star Wars now and that makes me very happy. She did and again and and honestly and and, and we know this um that when when you look at when you look at a production like a movie mm-hmm. um and you say look this is this is a bad movie because I don't like how this was done. Um you can really unpack that a lot more and you can see where uh, for for instance, Star Wars, um, Finn, potential, the, the potential, so much. Potential. I think he should. He should have been the. He should have been, been the Jedi. He, yeah, let Ray Sith Ray would have been awesome. Sith, kill uh, Kylo. Finn and no, kill Kylo in the first movie. Finn and Ray have a standoff for the rest of the film. Oh, oh, that would have been great. That would have been awesome. But uh, uh. And, but but that that's not the actor or actors or actresses. That's not fault. their fault. No, that Bet, if you asked um, John Boyega, <laughs> he'd probably be like, "Yeah, you're right. That's what we should have done." Yeah. So and it comes back to you. Know, there's there's bad writing and stuff. But but you know, Finn Finn was great. But Ray Ray did an awesome job. Um, and like I said, my daughter was into Star Wars beforehand, but now seeing a main character, um, they have a costume. They have a costume. My daughter can be somebody besides Leia. Exactly, and, and not to not they to, can be the main character. They can be the main character, um, and that comes you know that opens up to a whole new, or a whole a much larger discussion, um, but the importance of uh, of representation mm-hmm. to, to see for everybody to get that moment where they can see themselves. Big Bang Theory for us. Yep, they made a movie about us. On of course we're significantly dumber than than they were. Yeah. We're, we're not physicists, right? Um, but they made a movie about people like us. Um, seeing Ray on the big screen holding a lightsaber and watching my daughter's eyes light up as she was like, I can be a Jedi. Yep. I can, I can be. The... Now, again, the writers and, and what they did just trashed it. But for It is child, still, for kids, it was still magical. Still magical. A lot is cool. Yeah, not as cool. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so that, that was really, really awesome. And the thing is, is, you know, being a nerd, being a dork, being into pop culture things, um, at the end of the day, we're you know we're no different than, than your jocks and your football people. Um, I'll, I'll watch two grown men argue about which team is better, and will quote being in, in Georgia and this close to the Alabama line. Right. It's it's almost part of your part of your your nutrition. You eat, you drink water, you argue about who's better, Georgia or Alabama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but at the end of the day, they both love football. Exactly. And full full disclosure, me me and Nick like manly things too. I, I'm a martial arts enthusiast. I've I've been downgraded from practitioner to enthusiast now, um, and I love UFC and, and and combat sports. And I'll talk to you about it all day. Sometimes you just get aimed in a direction, and your 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 little monkey eyes absorb it and go, "This is what I like." This is what I like. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I'm into manly things too. Um, I'm actually a very proficient knitter. Um, I can make some socks. Ooh. Um, 
you know, ain't nobody do dishes better than me. You know what I'm saying? No, um, no, we, we, we have other passions. Um, but being, being into pop culture, being into nerd things takes up a, a large portion, um, of our, of our fandom stuff. Um, but you know, it bleeds into other things. Um, and, and I've seen that when I watch films, um, especially like horror films, really, I really enjoy a good spooky, oh, yeah. spooky film. Um, I just want to get lost in a story and I've real, I just enjoy stories, whether it be nerd stories, whether it be whatever I can, I can get into anything as long as it's got a good story. Let me forget that I'm sitting on my couch for sure. Bring me in that evil dies to know. I want to, I want to <laughs> believe, <laughs> I want to believe that, that Michael Myers is done. Um, even though we've already had another movie announced, I want to know no, that yeah. he is now- going to die. I will say this though: if you haven't seen, um, what it was was it Halloween Ends. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go see it. One of my favorite. I wish Michael Myers would have died in Kills. It would have been better. Yes. But the best, best supporting actors in that movie, Big John and Little John. Big John and Little John were the best part of Halloween Kills. Yes. I would have watched the whole movie about them. Uh, the, watching Big John and Little John, one. They were phenomenal to their house. It's so good. It's like, such it's, a good they, house. They, you know, it's classic. People bought an old house and, and updated it. It looks. It's so you know. You never think about making a house a little darker. You know, and yes. it's so dark and you know chocolate color, colored it walls. Beautiful. And that was Dim also lighting. That was also the moment that Nick, Nick and I went and saw that movie together uh, in theaters, and we're watching a horror movie that's arguably part of one of uh, one of the best horror franchises. Um, mm, okay, I'll I, let you say it. I'll say one of the best. Sure, not not the best. The Michael Myers, the Halloween movies, um, were a staple from my childhood. Okay, yeah. Um, Freddy Krueger, Jason, like it was it was a big part mm-hmm. of it. Um, anything in like the last ten years, besides um, right. Rob Zombie's uh, remakes. Of yeah. It. Um, but so we're sitting down watching a movie that we're almost childlike, giddy, excited to yeah, watch a slasher sure. film, and in the middle of this film, packed out movie theater. I'll never forget, we see Big John and Little John's house, and we just stop and look at each other, and we go, what a beautiful house. What a nice, <laughs> man, they did a really nice job <laughs> on the Myers home. And I realized, I was like, we are old. Yeah, <laughs> we were, man, those, those look nice on our house. Yeah, like, did, my house would look great if it were a little darker. Look at those drapes. Where did they get those drapes from? It all just fits together. We were sitting there in the theater, front row. Yeah, just <laughs> admiring as, as they're as, slashing as and killing killed, people. Yeah. We're like, wow, look at that couch. That is a comfy couch. That uh, must have been thousands of dollars. Yes, that was the second thing. That's also proof that we're in a recession is because afterwards we're like, we could never afford that. Yep. Oh, my goodness. My goodness gracious. So, let's see. What did we talk? We talked about a little bit of everything. Going through the list. Cabinet of Curiosity. Mother of God. Cabinet of Curiosity came out of nowhere. Had no idea. It was yeah, coming I didn't out. hear anything about it, and then it popped up on my watch list, and I uh, wasn't disappointed. Feels I like... haven't watched it all, but everything I have watched has just been phenomenal. Twilight Zone meets uh, meets Alfred Hitchcock meets even better stories. Yeah, a lot of H.P. Lovecraft. A lot of H.P. Lovecraft, and you you said you have not watched um, Autopsy. Not yet. Autopsy is my all time favorite. I've heard it's great. Everyone that's told me about it said that that's the one to watch. We're saving it for last. That right. is what me and Eric, my wife have talked about. 
phenomenal. And it's, again, one of those stories that proves you don't need crazy CG. Right. You don't need crazy sets. It takes, 90% of the episode takes place in like a uh, like a kitchen setup. Whoa. Um, where they're doing autopsies for like a small, poor town that doesn't have a morgue. Right. Kind of setup. Most of the episode just takes place in there. And it's just a lot of talking. But it's it's proof that good storytelling can get you so far. Phenomenal. And it was, I mean, honestly, we started watching it before Halloween and it was very well welcomed here. We had no idea it was coming out. Had no idea what it was about. Didn't, didn't, literally just popped on the radar. So we recommend you might like this. And we gave it a try. And I felt bad that I didn't know more about it. And I, yeah. I didn't see it coming. I loved, I loved every bit of it that I've seen so far. Um, the lotion episode. That was so, so Man. weird. It was good. And that day, Errol had been really mean to me. And then when she, she got really upset and was all apologetic after she... Never mind, I won't spoil it. <laughs> but you, if you watch it, you'll see. And if you'll you have see. seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's one thing we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get our wives on here one day uh, and, and, and get, get an inside look, our, perspective of we, what it is to live with us. Our, our, our wives aren't that much different than us. We just have more zeal than they do. <laughs> well, that's true. The other night, so, uh, so you know, both, both Nick and I are, are currently taking a, a little uh, temporary break from, from our jobs. We've got some time off due to some personal things. Um, my wife, uh, my wife decided to have a, a baby. I'm just kidding. We decided to have a baby. So we are, we are enjoying that. Um, he was born right here at the beginning of November. So we're still, still enjoying the newborn stage. Um, but coming with a newborn stage means, uh, no sleepy sleep at night. You kind of just grab sleep just here and there, wherever you can. For sure. Um, that also, you know, and, and I'm trying to be supportive. You know, my wife just, just had a baby. That's, that's a bit, it's a big deal. Um, so I'm trying to do dishes and laundry. I'm trying to do all the stuff that we would normally do together. I'm trying to take everything off her workload that I can. Yeah. Because there's certain things I can't do. And I'm also not recovering from a major trauma um, of, of pushing out a, a giant child. Um, but one night I woke up like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Just middle of the night. Um, and she had the TV on and was sitting up feeding my son. And she had grabbed the PlayStation controller and I wake up to hear um, the final speech before the Rohirrim <laughs> ride, ride on uh, what is it? It's Helm's Deep. Oh, Dad! <laughs> and I mean, and I'm I'm watching it, and as I lift my head up off the pillow, I hear, blah, 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 blah. and I mean, I'm just I'm up and I'm watching. I'm watching the horses ride, yeah. and and I'm sitting there, and tears are filling my eyes. A few minutes later. As Aragorn's, you know, you know, the, there will become a time when that uh, was it the strength of men will fail, but yeah. not today. And I'm watching it, and I realize that that means that out of all the things my wife could have streamed, she went out of her way to find Lord of the Rings, right? And watch Lord of the Rings on her own. So yes, she she plays it off that she is not a nerd, um, and is an that's end ridiculous. Yes. yes, if you guys knew her, you would understand how ridiculous that is. <laughs> This is what we're into. Um, also, some some fun things that we've got coming up in in later episodes. Um, we got one. We got a lot more things to talk about. Um, we also have there is a third part of our fellowship. Um, our our tech guru um, and uh, and electronics extraordinaire, um, Mr. Brandon. Um, he will be joining us for parts of it. You guys are going to absolutely love him. So Brandon is is you know our age, 
he, he was raised in the same time frame that we were raised in. But up until about two years ago, he had never seen, read, watched, knew nothing of Harry Potter. Mother of God. He lived under a rock his entire life. So it was very exciting to see him go through. Um, I remember he would come to work and would be just excited to tell me about something that happened in like the third book. And he was like, you're never going to believe this. But I believe you because uh, it was 10 years ago. It was, yeah, it was 10 years ago when I saw it and read it and, and all the, and experienced all this. Um, so we're going to have him come be a part of it. Um, got a lot of a lot of more topics that we're going to be talking about. Um, a lot of exciting things coming out. You've got the new Avatar movie coming out December sixteenth. Yeah. Um, that we never, never knew we wanted. Never, yeah. never. You know. I didn't think it. <laughs> <laughs> now, but before he finishes this, I, I'm going I'm to rub this in his face if he says something negative about the movie, and then he watches it and comes back on here and. And, and, you know, dotes all over. It's the greatest movie he's ever seen of all time. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, never mind. <laughs> it's okay. So, do you remember watching Avatar? Yeah. Was it two and a half hours? Yeah. Blue people? Blue people. But uh, did you watch it in 3D or did you watch it in No, I, I, I had, I was a child. I had no interest in seeing it in theaters. <laughs> I saw it at home. I, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. I've seen the movie since. I've watched yeah, the course, movie. Of course, of course. But when I, my first first impressions are a lot, and I just I was like, "This is going. This has been a long time." I went, "Did you start the movie over? What's going on?" And yes. I was like, "But no, it's a it's a good movie." So we went and saw it in theaters. Uh, knew very little. Now about listen, it. I bet that was great. It, it was so we went and saw again. I thought it was just a science fiction, right? Aliens fighting. So I thought it was mm-hmm. that. Um, didn't know it was going to be Dances with Wolves. Well, and, a guy yeah. going native. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, phenomenal story. Great. Um, great beginning, middle, end. Phenomenal. Um, CG, spectacular. I mean, yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought it was more practical effects than it was. Um, and then we turn around and like, four, they say it took them like six years to film or something like that to get the CG right. And in my mind, I'm going like, I want to know who, who brought this idea to the production team. And said it's gonna be you know millions of dollars for us to make this movie, and it's gonna take me six years to make it before you'll ever see a return. And nobody's asking for this movie. That guy or girl it's, convinced. I mean, it's James Cameron. True. The guy's made the best movies for like thirty years. True, but six years, millions yeah, of dollars, and you don't know if people are gonna go watch it in theaters. You don't. But then to turn around. And it's been years since that movie came out. Yeah. And now we have a sequel with a third one coming out next year. I didn't know we needed one. I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought they were lying. Like yeah. I said, I, I really thought that it was a like Half-Life 3. I didn't know. I thought, speaking of video games. <laughs> um, I think twist. I, I think God of War has uh, opened up a new era of good video games coming out. Because the pandemic put a damper on video games. Pan- pandemic put a damper on video games. Um, so I, my video game experience has evolved over the years. I was a diehard 19, was a 1996, 1997 Pokemon Blue fan. Um, I had a purple clear Game Boy Color. Got Pokemon Blue. My sister got Pokemon Red. Threw me into the world of Pokemon. Which in and of itself is just amazing for that. Um, side note, Ash Ketchum just won... Um, finally the pokemon league he's finally 
the very best yeah. like no one ever was. Exactly. Um, till till Brock next and, season. Brock and Misty weren't even there. I don't want to talk there. about that. But um, but no, so I was a diehard diehard Pokemon fan, and then uh, we had a we had a Sega Game Gear, and had a Sega Genesis. Oh yes, Super Nintendo. Um, and then we got the Nintendo sixty four, and I was introduced to Mario sixty four, which oh that game that game changed everything. everything. Um, but as time went on. Um, my friends, you know, we played, you know, uh, Baldur's Gate, um, you know, I have the Beholder. We played uh, Fable, uh, Final Fantasy. Um, we played, uh, we played these big RPG, you know, World yeah. of Warcraft, stuff like that. But the core group of my friends kind of grew out of that and grew into first-person shooters. And at the time, what bridged that gap for us was Halo. Halo Two. Now that's a good game that's, right there, that's fella. A, that's a game. So you got Bang Bang Shoot 'em Up. Yeah. Space things and aliens and plasma swords. Yeah. And it was it was so it it, well, fed, it fed my nerd, but yeah. it also fed this new thing of first person shooters. Yeah. And that that was a that's a good um it'd be a good study to see how the nerd culture crossed over with the mainstream guys. Halo really bridge you know any you can talk to anybody in in my school you could go talk to anybody and say land party my house or you getting on tonight anyone anyone on the football team yeah everybody played halo everybody played halo in in my group i had people that that hunted all the time that fished all that were country boys yeah played halo on the week i mean they couldn't talk i probably couldn't talk to you about the lore (laughs) i could talk about the lore, but we were still sitting there on multiplayer yeah. Halo Three multiplayer. I, I've never had that much fun on a multiplayer game since. Absolutely not. It's fantastic. But coming out of Halo, um, after three, I think we played was it Reach, ODST. Yeah. Um, we played some of those and enjoyed them. Especially once we got to ODST, you're essentially playing a marine, right? You're a marine. You're playing like SWAT. Stuff. And you could tell. <laughs> and you could tell. Um, and then as we did that, we began to transition. PlayStation had free online play. So it was cheaper to go PlayStation versus yeah. Xbox. PlayStation had more memory because back then you had the Xbox was at 360 with the arcade edition. Yes. That you just you, here's a system. There's no memory. Right. The jokes on you. You got to buy extra stuff. Um, so then my friends started playing Call of Duty. Um, Call of Duty is World of War, um, and that was it. And I, I went full. I, I, was, I played. I, I enjoyed playing. Uh, like we're talking now, I enjoyed playing with my friends. I enjoyed yeah. listening, putting my headphones on. The crew's getting on tonight. I felt tribal. I'm part of a group. <laughs> I saw I saw a post. I think it was on Twitter or Reddit. Someone said that um, uh, men invented uh, online gaming so they could talk all night with their friends on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it. It's weird. Um, if, if if you know if Nick and I are having a phone conversation, it could be. Uh, over and hey, what do you need? I need this. Well, well okay, we're going to we're done. Or or <laughs> we're, we're sitting there in bed kicking our feet. What you doing? <laughs> Just do you think that before the rule of two, when it came to the same. <laughs> And it would just have the weirdest conversations. Right before we started recording today, we were discussing at random what it would be like to have one toe on your foot. <laughs> it was just your foot would end at a giant singular toe with one giant four-inch toenail. <laughs> it's just random conversations that grown men with families are having in the middle of the day on a Tuesday. Um, but no, so so my video games shifted me. I played Ocarina of Time, played Majora's Mask. 
Um, and then uh, Final Fantasy X. That was a good one. Consumed. Really different than the rest of the series. Absolutely. As a sphere grid, loved the setup. Oh, yeah. Um, felt like I could build my team. I wasn't just grinding gear. I was grinding Yeah, you, you could things. play it. Um, but no, so... And then I kind of fell off uh, last couple of years. I felt like the last couple of Call of Duties were just remakes. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that there wasn't a lot of actual remakes. Right. Where it was, ooh, n- new, better it's, graphics. It's just HD versions of the game. Absolutely. Um, and I was a fan of the original God of War. I played it on PSP. I played it. Oh, yeah. I, play, I loved it. You God of War is something else. Yeah. And then I heard that, you know, we're going uh, uh, Norse. And I was like, I mean, he's. I don't even care how. I, that's how good the game is. I started watching cutscenes and I realized I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's just, fantastic. It's amazing. It's a movie you get to play. Yeah. Um, which. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it all the way back around to the MCU is further reason like we're conspiracy theorists. Um, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. A Viking movie. After watching God of War Ragnarok, after watching Vikings, it's and, something else. It's a different thing. It's for children. It's it's for children. Um, I thought it was funny and fun, but wouldn't it be real cool? If Thor just got real serious on Gore, and they were, they were just fighting to the death. One, small planet. Yeah. Cool concept. Yeah. Two, black and white filming. But imagine... imagine and they, they used the um the thing that they first started out using on the Mandalorian, what do they call it? Where the, the set, you know, wraps around them, and yes. they used that, and it was... Ooh, it was but imagine, so pretty. Imagine uh, a Thor movie... Um, where one, he's not an absolute blubbering idiot. Right. He's actually a tactician. Like someone that's been alive for 1,500 yeah. years and fought in thousands of wars. Yeah. But so, yeah, let's just imagine, if you will. But imagine, instead of classic rock, you've got some heavy, like, Viking metal. Chanting. While it rains. Yeah. And there's blood and mud smeared on their faces, no smiling. Um, and you just watch them just, just go at it. Instead of him just being an idiot throughout two thirds of the movie, um, but no. Well, the good news is Thor as a character can't be copyrighted, yes. so someone can make that movie. Absolutely, just Absolutely. give him red hair and a little, you know, make him a little different from him, from Marvel Thor, and you, you can make yourself a nice, bloody, disgusting, no. manly, muddy. <laughs> Wait, sorry, what am I talking about? Wrong podcast. Sorry, I was getting a little... Which, going into going into uh, our next episode, something I want to talk about, and I want, I want to kind of give give you a chance to, to mull it over a little bit. Um, me being a writer, I had to learn a lot about like copyrights and, and, and owning intellectual properties yeah. and how to defend yourself on it. Um, one of the really exciting ones is we now have a horror Winnie the Pooh Oh yeah, Coming yeah, out. blood and honey. Blood and honey. Um and that's one thing I want to talk about is is how much freedom there is to do stuff like this. Right. That you can go in cuz one if if you look at some of these things, you know, for instance, Harry Potter, you have whole generations that were born and raised on on mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And they think that Harry Potter brought on wand magic. What? Before Harry Potter, what did you have? Why would they talking about in mainstream? In mainstream. Like, what do you... 
their first experience with wand magic, Harry Potter, and there's not yeah. much before that. Broomsticks. There's a uh, Merlin in the Disney film. Uh, Sword in the Stone had wand magic, and that's the, all I can think of, and, honestly. And, and you honestly, you have like fairy godmother kind yeah. of things, but it's almost and, and the way they they drew them and the way they wrote them, mm. it's almost like an orchestra. Yeah, it wasn't like you point and shoot. No, it's it, not a wizard gun. Like <laughs> no, wizard. you wave it in the air, and then something happens over here. Not sparkly. Bam. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you have a, you have a, a lot of people that that and again being you know when you, when you get around other writers and somebody says, well, I'm doing. A, a, a book about a magic school where people learn to go that's Harry Potter exactly it, you stole Harry it Potter. always will be Harry Potter always will be Harry Potter because and it's not it's not the, they don't own the intellectual rights to right. magic but it's become so mainstream that they think they do yeah um, and so I, I really I'm very interested to talk about about this later on and how that works and you know I'm excited for Blood and Honey yeah, it's gonna be cool. I mean, it's gonna suck. It's gonna, gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. Uh, these people didn't have a budget, and but when you know, when you are very self aware of what you're making, it it makes it better. It I makes think. it better. Yeah, they they knew what's going on. It's like it's like you know when people harp on bad movies, no one thought Velocipaster was gonna be a good phenomenal movie. movie. Yeah, fun. But that guy didn't go in there trying to win an Oscar. No, he should get an Oscar. He, he deserves something. Yeah, that was great. Just um, doing just the fact that he went out and did it's a good thing. I'll never forget. Have you ever seen Iron Skies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have you have alien reptilian Hitler riding a T Rex on a moon base. Yeah, they the, knew what that was. They knew what that was, and they nobody tried to be anything other than what it was. Yeah, exactly. There, there should be there should be a separate award show for that. Just specifically for and not, reptilian not, alien Hitler. Not downing on these guys, rewarding them for doing what they were wanted to do. And and you can their acting's phenomenal. Because they have to, you have to chew the scenery. You have to chew it up in an awful way. Absolutely. You have to talk like you know, give me a line. Um What? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you have to do that. You have to Yeah I don't know. You gotta you gotta give emotion. And for for me, one of the most emotional scenes, Samwise looking at Frodo, on the basis of of of, uh, of Mount Doom, when he's you know trying to help his friend up, and his friend's just you know, yeah. the weight of the ring, the weight you know the yeah. malnutrition, everything's everything's weighing on him, and you have that awesome scene where Sam's looking up, and you're, you're walking into lava, yeah, heavy stuff, and and your friends are dying, and you're thirsty, sure, and he does that scene. My dad laughs at me every time where he's like, I can't carry the ring. But only can carry you. you, and he throws Frodo on his back. Yeah, and I mean, just it's heavy. Just right? sells it. It's heavy. But what about how he looked at him at the end of Lord of the Rings? You mean the bedrooms? <laughs> <laughs> you mean how they all looked at Frodo yeah. as a bunch of men stood around while exactly. hobbits tickle each other yeah. in the bed? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Little and, hobbits, yeah. <laughs> And I believe that is where we will leave this episode off at is a bunch of grown men laughing at a bunch of male hobbits tickling each other in the bed. I have been Nick. I've also been Nick. And this has been our podcast.